It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Trateris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my close pal, the man, the plan, the one and only, the one and only, the one and only, John Malika. And with us, as always, is The Rock, the foundation himself, video producer Greg. We're all in the house after watching a depressing, demoralizing Jets defeat to the Seattle Seahawks, who are led by mm. none other than <laughs> former... New York Jets quarterback, Geno Smith. Man, thank God we don't have to play Sam Darnold the following week afterwards. <laughs> we had to lose to him. I would probably be looking over the ledge of a cliff right now because this something I have anything against Geno. I like Geno when he was on the team. Uh, but man, just when you get defeated by a guy that <laughs> your own team drafted, Gave up on, who's now de- decided to become this good quarterback. While we're looking at Zach Wilson, <laughs> Mike White, Strevler, mm-hmm. we're in a merry-go-round, and the Seahawks get they—they're like, "Yo, fine, we'll get rid of Russell Wilson. Not a top ten quarterback, as our guy Greg has been preaching this season." That not top 10 guy decided to come out and then they take Geno Smith. This man who's been on numerous teams, not only the Jets, the Giants, the Chargers, now the Seahawks. This man has the Seahawks tend to go into the playoffs eight and eight right now. What a world that we're living in, gentlemen. What a world. And the fact that the New York Jets are now seven to nine. And let's let's be honest. We did predict seven and nine, it's seven is like seven wins. Some of us on this pod at the beginning of the season, and we would have said that's improvement. We would have said that's improvement. But things change as always. As you get into the middle of the season, expectations start to rise. You start to see a competent team, especially a playoff caliber defense that did not show up today. You know, you start to see. Gangbuster Breeze Hall. You start to see offensive weapons. But at the end of the day, we were held back by the signal caller position yet again. But you know what? As we can look down on this, there's some bright spots. There's some bright spots to move into next season. But this one stings, guys. This one stings because we were in grasp of being in the playoffs but now we just continue to extend the drought longest active drought of not being in the playoffs 12 seasons in a row how are you feeling guys john man i'm gonna start off with you because you were talking about needing to be in the graphic we we got that yeah. we had, yeah. we played meaningful football into january we got that we needed that we we got that, okay? We got that. But how are you feeling overall, man? I mean, this this sucks. I mean, this is uh, there's no there's no there's no way to sugarcoat this. I mean, right now, uh, this absolutely sucks. Uh, you, we lost five straight in a row. We haven't won a game since Thanksgiving, and we're officially in 2023. Uh, that's embarrassing. Uh, so we play we're playing meaningful football. But we're not winning football games. I mean, I'm glad that we're in the hunt. We we needed to. Like this would have sucked if we were, you know, tanking all year. Like if we're sitting like the Chicago Bears, for example, that would have sucked, man. If we're just, but at the end of the day, hindsight 2020, right? Now you, everyone would say, "Oh, I wish we lost all these games to have a better draft pick," right? I mean, I'm not sitting. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with just missing the playoffs because we had a chance. I'm just so frustrated. you said it was all on the signal caller. Listen, Mike White absolutely sucked today. He sucked. I don't know if it's because of his ribs. 
I don't know if it's just because he sucks uh, after he has one good game because like that seems to be the trend as well, you know. So maybe he is just a backup quarterback, which is fine. You know, what I mean, he can come up, back up, win a couple games, but then he has to sit back out. <laughs> you know, what I mean, he can't he can't just start winning games and teams will get game playing. It's just not gonna work. Maybe that's what it is. But dude, it's I'm frustrated because it's the same story. Like, you want to blame the offense? Like the fourth time this year that we scored single digits, everyone was a quarterback. Everyone. Everyone had a chance. Everyone. Zach Wilson got single digits. Joe Flacco got single digits. Mike White got single digits. Everybody had single digits. <laughs> so, like, there's, nobody could point to anybody else. I, and I get that. But on the defensive side, no joke. I think we're counting on, like, to be really conservative about it, three straight years. To be, like, the most conservative. We cannot guard a running back out of the backfield. We cannot guard a quarterback that runs, and we can't guard a tight end. It's like, it's disgusting. Like, I'm, I'm really starting to get frustrated with this. Like, it, it, it was, it was a joke at first when I was saying that over and over. And then it was like, oh, maybe he has a point. Like, haha. Like, I'm starting to notice that now it's just incredibly frustrating. Uh, everybody's so excited to get to the quarterback carousel here because, you know, you mentioned the Jets are officially out of the playoffs now. The season's over. With one week left to go, we better start Zach Wilson. Like we give me another Zach Wilson game, like and because the, the QB castle is going to start. Mike White, if you want to see as a backup quarterback, we'll talk about it. You know what I mean? If someone wants Zach Wilson, call us. We'll talk about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we're we're we're, we're the QB carousel is going to start. But we're gonna, we're going to be talking about that all off season. Uh, you know, shout out to our video producer, Hasey had a tough game with Ohio State where everyone's going to be talking about CJ Stroud. Everybody's going to talk about Bryce Young. It has nothing to do with the Jets, but I mean, it could technically, but everyone's going to be talking about the college quarterbacks, Richardson, uh, <laughs> Will Levis. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get into all of it, uh, as it goes on. But dude, this is for me, it's more about the defense. You want to, you want to, you want to blame the fact that we don't have a quarterback, the fact that all of our offensive linemen are hurt, the, the fact that we're on our fifth string running back, the fact that Corey Davis can't catch until it's garbage time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, whatever. But he, we have a defensive and we have a, you know, LaFleur for young guy, first year offensive coordinator. Okay. But the, do we have a defensive head coach? And besides the actual physical stars, the defense sucks. We don't tackle. We don't, dude, Quincy Williams, I'm gonna, I, I don't know what to do anymore. I, I don't know what to do. It's, it, it's, it's embarrassing watching him. CJ Mosley today was incredibly bad. So like, if Quinn Williams doesn't play at an all pro level, if Sauce Gardner doesn't become Darrell Revis, and if DJ Reed doesn't play like Richard Sherman, uh, we, we don't have a chance. Like, that, yeah. it's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy, John, and I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, there's a lot of a lot of people online talking about it, a lot of people talking about the offense, but the defense needs to figure something out to just be more well-rounded. We need to have a more well-rounded defense. To your point, it's just star-studded plays from star-studded players, and then there's a lot of nothing else, a lot of bad plays from other people. I mean, Joyner was obviously hurt today. But Dude, again, when is he not hurt, he, Greg? When is he not hurt? Every freak. And, and today he got hurt just running. He was running <laughs> on a it's play over. and he was He's 10 yards behind the guy and yet yeah, he was hurt. So it's over. We have to figure out the linebackers. We have to figure out safeties. We have to figure out other defensive pieces. But to your point, that's all the offseason stuff. Right now it's talking about the Seattle game. Right now it's talking about how Geno Smith has started two games. This is the graphic that blew my mind today. Started two games in between his time as a Jets quarterback and a Seahawks quarterback. And in that time, in passing percentage and QBR or something like that, he went from the worst in the NFL and 31st in the NFL on the Jets to the second best and the best in the NFL this season with Seattle. I mean, to talk about, uh, that's the, the the biggest 180 you could possibly have, to go from first to, to to the best, or from the worst to the best. And only play, he only started two games. He filled in a couple spots. He played a couple games for a couple teams, like you guys said. But he's it's not like he went to the Giants or he went to the Chargers. He went to the other teams and started for five years. And then he went to Seattle and figured it out. 
like what like where is this coming from? Sam Darnold today was throwing lasers all over the field in my Carolina. Boy. My boy Sam Darnold. Honestly. Oh, he screwed it up at the end. So I vintage, know, but that's Sam Darnold at that's, the end. That's my boy Sam Darnold. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. him, bro. That's him. Yo, he throws the zips. I'm like, yo, he's got it. And he <laughs> yeah. throws the picks, man. But like, at least he's got us there. Like, it's true. It's somebody, true. You talk about people online. Someone was mentioning what's worse. This what's the worst regular season loss? The we the Rex Ryan Bowl and the Jets went to Buffalo or Buffalo. The, or this game. This game was way worse, dude. If I went to Seattle and we put up six points, oh my god, seventeen three in the first quarter. <laughs> like forget the half. Let's just start off the game seventeen three. It was like it was done so early. Yo, this was a bad loss. This. The Jets don't deserve the playoffs, which honestly is nice to have that closure. Like there's some closure at the end of this season. There's there's a lot of what ifs during the season. Like if Berrios could maybe catch a, a touchdown, maybe if Corey Davis doesn't drop a couple key plays. He sucks. That's another guy that I don't talk about enough. I come on here and I talk about CJ Mosley week in week out. Corey Davis is one of the OG guys that I complained about for you know fourth overall pick, fifth overall picks never lived up to the hype. Gotta put that on a t-shirt. Dude, he sucks. He never, you're never watching a Jets game be like, Corey Davis is going off this game. It never happens. It's never happened. It's never happened when he was a Titan. It's never happened when he was a Jet. No, when he was he a Titan, it would. When he was a Titan, it would with AJ Brown. He had a few games. He had a few games as a Jet where he had some nice, good, solid games. Yeah, he had solid games, but he's never like, oh my God, you see what Corey Davis did? He, yeah, he's good. He's a good wide receiver. He's a fifth overall pick, Alex. Like, Josh Allen was what tenth pick, eleventh pick, like yeah, but he was never he should he, he shouldn't be a number one wide receiver. That's what we see, man. He's not yeah. a number one, he's not a number one wide receiver. He does, like he's got a big body, too many drops. Like that's Garrett, do you think Garrett Wilson? Thing. Do you think Garrett Wilson could be a number one wide receiver in this league? Yeah, he's more of a number one wide Dude, receiver. Dude, that drop Corey killed did. me today. That drop killed. I know it was a little. Far in the head, I get it, but dude, I just expect if, if you were talking, if you know, shout out to Garrett Wilson. Right, this is the, I guess, the recap of Seattle. We're getting off the rails because it's just miserable, but you know, <laughs> this is the recap for Jet Seattle. Garrett Wilson, uh, rookie over a thousand yards. I yep. mean, unbelievable. Like with these quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just, it should be an that's, asterisk. That's, we're, talk, <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins level where. You can play with any quarterback and still get over a thousand yards. That's and the that's fact impressive. That just, and the fact that you just said the words DeAndre Hopkins next to Garrett Wilson is unbelievable. <laughs> like that, the, like, but, 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 that, but that is the level that we're talking about. Like yeah. D Hop had terrible quarterbacks uh, and still got over a thousand yards. Any court, like yes, he had Deshaun Watson, but still, he, he still had bad quarterbacks where you're like, whoa, like this is impressive. This is quite the resume to have. Um, and that's the same thing for Garrett Wilson. Once you find an actual signal caller for this guy, an actual quarterback, someone who can consistently keep the offense in games, that's the thing. Now, we talked about the defense letting us down. You know, there's still there's still good when it comes to not allowing the most points, right? Up uh, I the stats haven't been updated today, but they're the seventh best team right now when it comes to not allowing points. So at the end of the day, I don't care if you're giving up you can't guard a tight end and all this other type of nonsense. If you're keeping your team in games, that's fine. It's oh, we're talking about complimentary, bro. We can't make a tackle, my man. We're still holding teams. You're, the other side of the ball put up six points. Like, how are we going to look at this and say it's like I get the def- the defense can only do so much. Compl- it's complimentary football goes both ways. It's not only like everyone on the same side of the field playing together, but it's also like your offense. You talk about special teams. Like you can't have two interceptions today. You can't have no not a non-existent running game. You can't have poor offensive play calling. So the offense, and this is where everyone's getting to right now. I'm going to ask you guys, Michael Four, where, where what are we doing with this? Because everyone's looking at the quarterback. But, you know, he held, he had the reins in on Zach Wilson. Today, you only have six points when you got Mike White back. Are we talking about Mike LaFleur and we're saying there's got to be a change here? Or, or, are we doing that? What are your thoughts? Greg, I'm going to start with you. I don't think so. I don't think we need to move on from Michael LaFleur. I think a big problem that the Jets have is just moving on too quickly or too slowly from people. So I guess it's kind of a double-edged sword. But sometimes, like, even Zach Wilson, I don't know if it's crazy to say, 
I'm not ready to just be like throw like You're throw him to the wolves, get rid of him. He's <laughs> <You're terrible. bugging. laughs> I think he could be a backup. Was he for bad us. today? Was he I bad think- today? The floor, like I don't understand. I, I watched the whole game, like with you guys, presumably. Like was I, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything that Michael Floyd did bad. I saw that offensive line was tough. I thought Mike White threw behind on every single play, but I, I didn't think he did bad. Yeah, like early in the season, there was stuff where I was like, dude, we're doing way too many trick plays, yeah. and like shit like that was <laughs> driving me nuts with Michael Floyd. Mm. I don't feel, yeah, like I don't feel the need to move on from Michael Floyd again. It's his second year; he's figuring it out. I get that a more veteran offensive coordinator might be able to sit down and be like, all right, Zach Wilson is severely limited. Let's change up the playbook here, here, and here. But like even like with Justin Fields this season, it took Justin Fields, the Chicago Bear OC new coach. They're they're new to there, but they're not new OCs. They're not new. I mean, I guess as a new head coach, but he was a DC over in uh in the Colts or whatever. It took them four or five months to figure out that Justin Fields could run, run the freaking football and he ran for like 160 yards today. Like it, ta- it takes time for these guys who are veteran people, veteran coordinators, veteran coaches to figure out stuff. It, this guy's in his second year. So to John's point, I didn't see anything the last few weeks, the last few months that I'm like, we don't have anyone open. We have guys open. Guys are making plays. It's just the ball's not being, they can't throw the ball to them because the quarterback stinks, whether it's Strevler, whether it's Mike White, whether it's Zach Wilson. What do you think, John? Dude, I, I agree. I don't think that Michael Ford did anything wrong today. Uh, I think we just had a tough season, dude. These three quarterbacks suck. Like, you know, it, it, it is what it is. The wide receivers are dropping balls everywhere. Our punters, absolute trash. <laughs> like, I, I know that has nothing to do with it. Everybody stinks, dude. We can't tackle. We can't punt. We, all we could do is kick field goals. <laughs> like, that's like the, it's been the best part of our entire team. We kick field goals. We could dominate. We could pass rush with four players. Uh, I, I know, I know we're trying to stick to my, to the floor here. I just don't think it was his fault at all. I'm watching the offense. Mike White's throwing behind. I wish we got Straveler in to play Taysom Hill role today. Taysom Hill's been rolling the last like three, four games for the Saints. Saints have no offense. They just keep running it with Taysom Hill. He's getting like four yards a clip and he's scoring touchdowns. I wish we just did that. Mike Straveler came in and he did that for one game. Go back to like that. Go back to like the Tebow experiment that should have worked. <laughs> but, but, but that's different because he was, tr- he in his brain thought he was a quarterback. The Jets thought he was a tight end. It was like a whole thing. Like, Straveler knows that he's just going to be Taysom Hill. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, just- Straveler wasn't winning, uh, national championships year after year in college being like, all right, well, I'm going to go into the NFL and dominate. I think Strebler kind of knows where he lands on the quarterbacks. I don't think LaFleur's a problem, and I'm going to even add to that. I think he's going to play a big part in us getting one of the Green Bay quarterbacks for next season. Okay. I really do. Okay. I, I agree with you guys. I don't think the offense is, is that bad. You know, Everyone's coming out for the, the head coach and the staff today. You have Brandon Tierney of uh, CBS and the fan today of saying, and I quote his tweet, in a must-have game, the Jets have come out with the urgency of a 2-13 and team. When that happens, I look directly towards the head coach and staff. Unacceptable. Now, for me, seeing that, uh, if I need my head coach on a consistent basis to... Or not even on a consistent basis. Let me pull that back. If I need my head coach to light a fire in the beginning of the game, before every game, I should say, under a player's ass to get them fired up in a must-win situation. I'm looking at the players first before I'm looking at the head coach. Because if the players don't have that sense of urgency, that's on them, okay? You can do all the motivational speaking you want. You can you can rah-rah these guys. You can yell at them all they want. At the end of the day, the players have to want it and execute too. So seeing stuff like that, I think Robert Sala has has earned the, the chance to have another season with his coaching staff to see what they can do. This team came in with no expectations, okay? None. The fact that we were even playing meaningful football that we haven't seen, that we haven't seen now since Todd Bowles with Fitzmagic, Literally. that is building on something, right? We're talking about a rebuild with these coaches. It was supposed to be an evaluation year for Zach Wilson to see 
What do we have? Instead, expectations changed. We said, oh, we're close to making the playoffs. Of course, you're going to fight to try to make the playoffs. However, a big key component of that is there's an issue with the quarterback situation. I've never seen a team who has had, who's rotated through three, not even three, four. <laughs> you show me a team that can rotate through four quarterbacks in one season and make the playoffs and you could be confident that they're going to do some damage in the playoffs. That's news to me. I would love it, to see it. It doesn't happen. Alex, to your point, I think they had a graphic. I don't know if it was on red zone last weekend or if it was on the Jets game, but they had a graphic. It was teams that have had three or more quarterbacks over the last 10 years or 15 years, something like that. They're all terrible teams. You know it. You know it just in your gut talking right there. We know it as fans. You know, it's the Texans. It's the Browns. It's the Jets. It's teams that don't have it. You need to have, to your point, one signal caller all season, maybe two due to injury. But once you start getting to the three or four territory, you're never, you're, you're never going to be playing winning full football. There's no four string quarterback that comes in and just starts lighting it up. Brock Purdy's doing okay in San Francisco because they have a, because they have Super Bowl caliber team. And again, he's the third quarterback. We were I in just, a tough spot. Yeah. It's a tough spot. I give this, t- I give this coaching staff another because you're starting to see the whole thing of like, Oh, well, should they go out and get Sean Payton? Should they go out and get this guy? And it's like, can we stop? Sean Payton costs costs a draft pick, bro. It costs a draft pick. This is the thing where I really, this is where I start to look at, like, this is where I start to have issues is that as soon as we get a taste of like success off of a rebuild, it's like, all right, now we got to accelerate this thing and get there next season. Hmm. And it's like, all right. So now you're going to a head coach who has already won, who retired, and now you want to draw him out of retirement, and hopefully he has the juice and the hunger to say, I really want to win again. It just sounds sounds terrible to me when you say it out loud. (laughs) As Knicks fans, if you're a Knicks fan listening to this, you know where we tried that? The guy's name is Phil Jackson. Yeah. We, We legitimately tried that in another sport, and it didn't even work. Just let these guys cook, man. Go the out. Yankees, we try it all the time. Go, go out. Yeah, we try it all the time. Go out. <laughs> go find. Go find the weapons. Let them build on what they have right now. We're in year two of a rebuild. It's, it's getting a little funny out here, man. Stuff's getting a little funny out here. And you guys could chime in. Let me know, John. Like, do you think like? Are you in agreement with me? Like, do we just got to let these guys cook? Like, what's going on over here? Listen, man, the, the, the staff is, is young. Like, they, 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 you can't blame the chef if he's literally using scraps, right? Like, he the Jets had to make something. They couldn't put out crap this year, and they did. They did put out a competent product. We were projected five and a half games. Well, he only beat that by a game and a half. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, wasn't that much? You bang the over, you got it. <laughs> yeah, like, like we, we, not, were, we were doing victory laps, but boy, that did not tick up the rest of the season. <laughs> exactly. So, like, yeah, it was great. They did amazing with what they have. But at the end of the day, December football, meaningful football, playoff football. Today was playoff game. It was a legit playoff game. It was loud. We had to, it was a must win. Everybody knows it. We were as healthy as we're ever going to be this season. And we failed. So today was fine. I, I, I felt like we lost a playoff game today. Like right now, I, as soon yeah. as I, that game, I felt, like, as soon as it ended, it felt like a playoff game. Season's over. I'm thinking about the draft. I'm ready for the 13th pick. Like I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I made the cuts. I made like easy cuts already. Like I, I, I got a 65 million in cap already. Like with that easy, <laughs> easy. So like without even trying. So, like, I can move that up to 75, 80 if, if I really want to try. I'm, I'm telling you right now, 65, easy. Like, I don't think we're going to see Carl Lawson again as a Jet. I don't think we're going to see Corey Davis as a Jet. So, I, I've moved on. And all these guys, yes, they were Joe Douglas guys, but they weren't Salah guys. And they weren't LaFleur guys. So, before we start moving on, before we start firing our head coach, before we start firing our offensive coordinator, we got to at least give them a chance. It's not just one and done. Like they drafted Zach Wilson. Okay. I get it. I get it. They failed. 
right? And they gave up Sam Darnold. They're done. They should have just listened to Nick Jets, et cetera. But what are you going to do? I, I know. They should have kept them both. Now we're dealing with Zach Wilson and Mike White. We could have had man, Zach Wilson remember, and remember, Sam Darnold. Remember, remember the battle? Ho, ho. Do you remember? You know what's funny? It, it's funny that we were like, nah, man, keep Sam Darnold. Keep Sam Darnold. Don't get Zach Wilson. And we let him actually, sit. Oh, remember, let him sit conversation. How crazy yeah. we were for saying that. And remember how we got where like people were like, what are you talking about? Like you go for Zach Wilson, you go get the Mormon Mahomes. <laughs> and then you have to start him because he's the number two pick. You have to start him right away. I mean, we ended grief. up being foolish. We ended up being foolish there. I don't think it's one and done for that. I don't think that's fair. Listen, if we have a veteran quarterback, and this happens, it's over. Ooh, that's over. If we if we don't go through five right tackles and <laughs> a couple left tackles hey, and a partial treat with the guards, like we have a doctor playing right guard today because Herbig was a was a surprise inactive. And <laughs> Herbig is a backup himself. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of wild. You know what I mean? Dwayne Brown got the Jets gave him like the the Iron Man award because and like they didn't want to specify, but like they kept alluding to like you don't know what he's going through, you don't know what he's going through. Okay, I don't know what he's going through, but like, do you know what I'm going through watching this team because of Dwayne Brown? Like, I, you know, I, I know I'm being insensitive. I, I told you guys he was a warrior. I think it was the Vikings game when yeah. he knew there was yeah. no tackles left. Bro, he was holding everything. He was, holding, he was like literally holding his limbs together and he like wanted to be on the ground so bad, but we didn't want to give him a timeout on the drive. And he like kept putting himself together and he kept doing well. I was like, I don't know how this guy like, can't move in between plays and warrior, all of a sudden, man. like that turns it warrior. on for like six seconds. So like he's the man, I get it. But what do you want them to do? What do you want Lafleur to do? What the hell do you want Lafleur to do with Mike White? He keeps throwing eight feet behind the guy. What do you want him to do? Today was today was a bad day. And, for and then when he has Zach Wilson, the other teams are stacking the box. So what do you want him to do? So he's trying to he's trying to make plays, make shifty things happen with Zach Wilson. The guy can't hit a two yard out. So the other team just stays back and just waits. Just <laughs> he hands them lobs. Like, what do you want Lafleur to do, man? Like, and then they get pissed. Like, dude, the guy won't set his feet. It's all about the lower body. I've never heard. I've I want to honestly. And now that the season's over, I've never heard publicly a, a, a quarterback coach, uh, you know, a, a, a OC, a head coach, be like, yo. The quarterback is fine. His arm is fine. He's okay. It's just his lower half. That we have to fix. So what the hell does that mean? Like he can't set his feet. It, the guy, like that's it. Isn't like, that weird? That, isn't that? I don't understand. I like I, that to me boggles my brain. Uh, like that's like you telling me, like uh, in basketball, like dude, the the guy, the guy can't, the guy keeps like traveling. Like what are you talking about? Like in the <laughs> NBA, like just set your feet, bro. You're a quarterback. <laughs> set your damn feet and throw it. Like. Uh, that's the crazy thing man drove me nuts that they just kept saying that it's his lower half that we need to fix okay like that means like i don't even get it that's that that right there tells you if you are coming out of college and you can't even do the basic thing of setting your feet even mark sanchez set his feet man like you'd have happy feet. Well, that's how Mark Sanchez gets, gets stays in the league. That's how Chad Pennington stays in the league. If Chad Pennington for one day did that crap, <laughs> he would never come back. If Sanchez did that crap, Rex Ryan would choke him. <laughs> I'd be like choke him. In, this in, is what I'm saying, man. But I'm glad that you brought up, you know, a depleted offensive line. You actually brought up. You, you mentioned Joe Douglas, and now this. Now we got Connor Hughes coming out. And and sorry that we're going this way. We're not going to recap. This is not recapping the game. All right. Recap the season. We want to recap this game. It stunk. All right. We lost. We didn't. We really scored six scored. points. All right. There, there's. If you watch, we need this a game, safety. We need a safety. There's we need nothing. A, we need a there's, there's nothing that needs to be recapped about this game. The season. We're we're not in the playoffs. Braden Man needs to be recapped. We, we are. We what do you are, think about Braden Man, Alex? You know, if you even if you even give me one side, I were talking about punters. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna fight you because, <laughs> dude. A 24 yard punt that wasn't touched. Kill me. Just kill me, bro. Hold on. Before we get to Brandon, man, that can be the last thing. Uh, 24 show, yards. Though. He's the last guy that's about to get untouched to, punt. He's the last guy that, that's about to, to catch, to, to get, to get aired out today. But Connor Hughes decided to, to tweet out something and, uh, two things. And I, and I really gotta, really gotta get through this because Shout it out to is Connor, friend of the show, friend of the show. <laughs> Love Connor's work. Nice guy. Nice guy. But so this, I can't, this, this is going to levels. I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I'm going to read it to you guys. It's two tweets. First tweet. I believe the Jets have the right coaching staff in place. 
I do believe that. Agreed. Offense, defense, special teams, and up top. The managerial decisions to over, but the managerial decisions to overlook ob- obvious problem areas, QB, offensive line, in the roster construct, in roster construction sunk. I understand the Jets are a young team. This is the second tweet. I understand the Jets are a young team and have exceeded preseason expectations. But in-season expectations change when you start six and three. Going one and six over your next seven games is not good enough. It's not. Zero reason this team shouldn't be in playoffs. Now, back to back of these tweets sounds like he's coming for Joe Douglas, in my opinion. I actually agree with every single thing he said besides the fact that he didn't invest in the offensive line. Actually, that's my biggest problem with, with Joe Douglas. Uh, you kept alluding to it. You were early on it. I'm going to give you your props for it. You were early on it with his weird signings. Dude, it's now Ryan Kahlo. Uh, it's, uh, I forgot who we got last the year. Guy but off, the guy off the Bron- Oh, this year? I thought you were going to talk the guy off the Seattle. Or the Don't talk about Ryan Griffin. Do not talk about Ryan Griffin the first time. No, Ryan Griffin. Who's, who's the other offensive lineman? It's, it's slipping my mind right now. Obviously, we have Lakin Tomlinson. That's been tough. There, there was somebody else. There was, another, there was a third veteran offensive lineman that we got that was also GVR. <laughs> we could talk about great. Uh, the guy Rowe. from Carolina that was going to retire. Yeah, that's Kalo. That's Kalo. Oh, we got, okay. we paid him $8 million to literally do nothing like that. Like, and then we got Tomlinson. So like we are investing, right? We did draft back then. We did draft Max Mitchell, who has blood clots and might die. We have Clark, ABT. who, uh, who, yeah, who's, who's medical out. He's never going to play again as, as well. I mean, we got AVT. We, we traded up for a, we traded twice for AVT, right? We traded to get it, to get that pick and to trade up. So. That to me doesn't make, we, 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 we paid the center. We're going to have to pay the center again. So I don't agree with the fact that we're not trying. We paid Dwayne Brown. You know I what I mean? Like, like, that's crazy. What are we I talking like about? All we do is we, all we do is we pay. My thing is like when I read that, I was like, first yeah, the of all, season's done. I think we might have signed the most offensive linemen over the last like two or three bro. years. It might be something to look into. We signed so, once, so many offensive linemen. They just suck. We actually, and here's the thing is that we didn't invest enough in the offensive line. We didn't expect we'd be going down to our third and fourth string line offensive lineman. Can we? Can we keep it yeah. a buck? Like the, the fifth sometimes. Yeah, like, come on now. Like he did invest. Unfortunately, it was like a domino effect that came to the offensive line. So I don't agree with that. I think questioning Joe Douglas—that's tough, considering he put together this team. Yo, like that. Jets are the it. the Jets. Are number three in the league in 2022 in offensive line. Right. 18.7, 18.17%. We have 38 million cap on, on offensive line alone. Yeah. What are we talking about? They just think like there's one thing to say he was bad at it because that I agree with. And Alex was on that early. I was like, nah, nah, it's all right. He just tried with Kalil, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. He's just trying with Tomlinson. It's his friend. I'm sick of his friends. <laughs> like I'm honestly, I'm done. I'm done with Joe Douglas's friends. Like Dwayne Brown. I'm, he's cool. George Fant. All of his friends. I'm done. All your friends think they're old now. That's it. If you're friends with them, I Joe don't want Flacco. See you, Joe Flacco. Everybody, everybody who you're friends with, like it's over, bro. No more, no more of your friends starting. He spends 40 million. 40 million on what? We have the worst offensive line. What are we talking about? The thing is, dude, the thing is, like the thought was fine. It comes back to, did you think everyone was going to get injured? Like my thing is that, like we can question some of the signs from Joe Douglas. We can question some of the draft picks too. But at the same time, this team did perform. They, they finally defeat divisional opponents. They're seven and nine. It's not some horrendous record. If they beat Let's talk the about Dolphins, accomplishments. Let's talk about some accomplishments this season. That's not, a good one. We got some division wins. We're seven and nine. We're we'll finally go 500 against a division. If we win next week, we, uh, sure. you know, look, we got some talented players on both sides of the ball. The only issue is a quarterback. Honestly, if the offensive line stays healthy, we're not talking about this. We also have the offensive, offensive rookie of the year, defensive, two offensive rookie of the years, at least one defensive rookie of the year. Bro, maybe the best week, defensive tackle in the league. Every week we're winning the Pepsi rookie belt. I hate this. <laughs> belt, 
That, but I'm just saying. But, but it I'm used saying. to be fun, but because we haven't won in a month and a half, I hate that dumb belt. <laughs> Get it out of my face. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you think of the talent that this team now has and some of the sly moves that he did to get some of these guys through the maneuvers and stuff like that. I'm not giving Joe Douglas an A, but as of right now, he has a B. Overall? As of, up to this point, yeah, I'm giving a B overall. Oh yeah, I'll give him, I'll give him a B minus, and that's mostly related to this last draft. Like, like honestly, having ABT, Gardner, signing DJ Reed, like that stuff, that stuff really has taken us to the next level. Like Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, that's, that's uh, the two tight ends that he signed for cheap, even though we have a lot of money in our tight ends now. Like th- those are, those are huge moves. Elijah Moore even. Like that was a big one like that. Also, the Max Mitchell was really good, guys. Yeah. Like, if was. Max Mitchell was our right tackle, we would be in a lot better shape. If Mekhi Becton was healthy, we would be in much better shape. Look, man, gonna, we had, if we had ABT, I am upset that we didn't draft Creed Humphrey. I, 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 like, that's one, that, that's one that really stings. Like, we could have had Creed Humphrey. We were talking about it. They want to tell us our, our, our center is perfect. Creed Humphrey is the best center in the league this year now. Sauce Gardner. That's what bothers a, me. Sauce Gardner is a, <laughs> sal- is, Amazing. That was a great pick by him. I was oh. skeptical. I was skeptical as hell. That was a great oh, pick. How about DJ Reed? Is an off, a free agent offseason signing. Amazing. Excellent. Amazing. Incredible. Amazing. That's, that's, that's why I got to get like, at the, I get the criticism on Joe Douglas, but when you, when, from what we've seen, man, like, I look at what Geno, I had to think back, like, who Geno Smith had. He had Stephen Hill. Dude. You know what no, I mean? Like, we were hurts. watching Stephen Hill. We were Yo, watching, so, we were watching, like, we were watching, uh, we're watching Curse with uh with Sam Darnold. You know what I mean? We our best wide receiver was Robbie Anderson. Like think about you know, think how far gross. think how far we've come over the last three seasons. We were upset that Joe Douglas didn't keep Robbie Anderson for Sam Darnold. Now we're like we are just a, a competent QB away from being in the playoffs consistently. Yeah, and to be honest, we we're never going to win this game. Forget today, in general, before the season, during the season, we were never going to fly onto into the West Coast and beat Seattle in Seattle. It just it was never gonna, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Like it doesn't matter. I, Drew Locke could have been the quarterback. We were still never. We can't win that I, game. I will not. I will not subscribe to that. I'm Alex, not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say Young Jesus is going to come out there and be thrown. Alex, I want to tell you, Alex. I got to tell you something. Stop. Do you know the last time the Jets beat the Seattle Seahawks? Jerry Rice caught his last touchdown. That's the last time the Jets beat the Seattle Seahawks. Jerry Rice. I was there. I was at that game. In Seattle or just in oh, general? In general. That was here. I was at that game. Tough. <laughs> Jerry Rice. That was the last time the Jets beat the Seattle Seahawks. So, like, there's just some things that we're not going to do. Like, we're not going to go into Seattle now and win the game. We're not going to beat Philadelphia Eagles next season. It's just, there's certain things that are just... That I know. Be- that I know. We're not. We're never going to beat the Eagles. We're, be, we're playing them next season. Like I know. It's an L. It's like, there's some things we're not going to do. So, like, this... Really, the season was lost. I mean, it was hard fought games, Buffalo and the Vikings, where the season was lost in, in Detroit and Jacksonville. Yeah. Those are games that we circled in August, in July, in June, and we're like, when, when, back half of the season. Think about that. <laughs> Before the season, back half of the season is easy. We just have to make it through the first half. We just have to make Josh, it through the first saying, half. I'm sorry, Greg. Sorry to catch you yeah. John, so you're saying since 2004, we haven't yeah. beat. Good lord, man. Been a while. Go ahead, Greg. Been a while. Yeah. No, it's just think about just how crazy, like to Connor Hughes's point, to Alex's point earlier, midseason's expectations change, midseason football changes, teams change, things change from last season. We thought Jacksonville, Detroit, these games in the middle part of the season, okay, win, win, win. We, we can rattle off four or five wins at the end of the season, make the playoffs. We were in the driver's seat. We were six and three. We were what the third best team in the AFC. And power rankings and, and standings. And it was just a slow, methodical death of people figuring out Zach Wilson and then people figuring out Mike White. Like, I, I don't know what it is about Mike White. To your point, John, he's throwing it way behind people. So I don't know if he just hurt or I don't know if it takes two or three weeks for the NFL to figure out Mike White. Like it seems to happen every season. And then after two weeks, it's like, Oh yeah, this is what you have to do against Mike White to make him a fifth round quarterback again because he comes in, he gets a good bump in his first game, plays go okay in his second game, 
and then it just falls off. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a him thing. I don't know if it's an us thing. I don't know if it's a them thing. He's not him, he's, Greg. He's, he's definitely not happening. him, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's not yeah. him. He's, a, he's, he's my second QB him. He could be my QB2 all day. Mike White, listen, man, you have... Uh, like what does what does Portnoy say uh, on Barstool? You have a, you have a lifetime, yo, Mike. Lifetime you contract. have a lifetime year to year contract <laughs> with the Jets as the QB two. Every single year, you if you're healthy, you you you, re, you I'll give you five million dollars every single year. Take it, dude. But you cannot be our QB one. But let me ask you guys this: I want two quick questions here. This is the we have a, we have a preview coming up, but before things are announced, let me ask you two questions. And I think they go hand in hand, to be honest with you. One, who do you guys want to see starting at QB next week? Do you want to see Mike White with his ribs? Do you want to see old man Flacco? Obviously, I don't, but if you do, you're a weirdo, but let me know. Do you want to see Zach Wilson, baby Wilson, or do you want to see just Shreveler, just Taysom Hill it up all game? Just let's have fun. <laughs> That's the four choices you have. And the, the part two of the question, which I think goes hand in hand, do we want to beat Miami? And help out New England? Or do we want to lose to Miami and send them in there and send Bill going home? And Miami's obviously not going to do anything because two, uh, Teddy Bridgewater broke his finger, two us concussions, Thompson stinks. But you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you guys feel about both? Like, what do you guys want here? Like, is, now we're in an interesting place. Now we're having fun. You know what I mean? Now a loss is actually better. You know, it looks gross on the record, but you know, let's just move up a little bit as much as we can in, in the standings. But Alex is giving me a face. Alex, what do you think, man? It's <laughs> a nasty decision you put out there. Good lord. It's on my Christmas, bro. Tell me about it. I thought this was a prime time game. I was excited. This is a disgusting yeah. game. That smells worse than sulfur right now. I don't even know why you're putting that out there. Uh, <laughs> to answer the first question, I'd like to see Mike White. I think it, I think he deserves to get another game and see what you got back there. Just so you could just answer the question like going into next season, like, all right. Either we're having an open QB competition, whoever we bring in, or the guy who we bring in is that guy. Uh, I think you need to just get that solved, call it a day, let him get one more game. I think he's earned it. Uh, cause Zach Wilson has lost it. Don't need to see Flacco, man. Just <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he was dressed today. I had to bring it up. Hey, he's technically our QB too. <laughs> and Strebler. And you done with Zach? Do you believe the report? I mean, I, I'll, I'll get to your second. I'll get to part two. But do you believe that report? What's the report? That Zach Wilson staying on this team. Uh, that we're, he's he's definitely going to be on the team next year, and we're like looking into it. Or does it sound like a Knicks thing? Like, yeah, yeah, he's part of the rotation. <laughs> we're just trying to trade him, man. If you, if they're they're to cam hive him, yeah, he's he's, he's they're, basically they're cam a cam reddish guy. No, he's he's not. He's not cam reddish. Right? He's not. He's not cam. Cam reddish has much more love from. Players like Kevin Knox. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me an equivalent, Alex. Give me an equivalent. Let's get something straight. Let's get something straight. Cam Reddish <laughs> has a lot of love from players around the league. I don't think Zach Wilson has a lot of love from players around the league, let alone in his own locker room. The other thing, too, is that Cam is known for this crazy, massive upside, and you've actually seen in some games where it's like, all right. Maybe I have the, I have the perfect solution. Tell me what it is. Tell me what's your, I have the perfect comp. What's your perfect comp for Zach Wilson? Yeah, I got the perfect one. You ready? Yeah. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> oh, oh man. That's, that's a tough our, one. That's our core. I was thinking about a Nick. Uh, Next LeBron I'll, James, Anthony Bennett. I'm going to go with Alfred Payton. He's very Alfred Payton, bro. Every game he's starting. He's going to get it next time. We got it. And then he just stinks every single game. He does like one good thing. We're like, oh, look, that play, though, that one play. He terrible saw that. attitude on the bench. Terrible, terrible optics. That, that's a, that's a, how, how do you feel, Greg? Uh, who do you want to start? And uh, we can get to the second part. We'll, 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 uh, give me uh, who yeah, you I'll want give to you, I'll give and you Alex, let me yeah. Streveler, Joe Flacco. Give me Streveler, QB1, Joe Flacco, 2. Mike White is clearly hurt. Are you playing to win or are you playing for a spot? Do you care about Miami or do you care about New England? I just, you, we have to go out there and try to compete and win. Uh, we're, you want to win? Too, we're too young. We're too young of a team to just, to like sit people. Like I want Garrett Wilson to go out there and have a good game. Dude, if someone gets Elijah hurt, Moore to go out there and have a good someone game. Someone gets hurt, I'm going to implode. 
I well, actually physically and physically implode. Well, I mean, then I don't know. I don't know if we're starting people or not then, but that's part of the reason why I don't want Zach Wilson out there. Cause you just tank his trade value if he gets hurt. And then Mike, Mike White's clearly hurt. He's a free agent anyway. Yeah. Mike White. So it doesn't right. really matter that yeah. much. Okay. I just really don't want New England to make the playoffs. Same, they they, they score the touchdown on defense every single game. They can win every playoff week. games. I don't want them in the playoffs. I don't want, I don't want to see it. Please. They won't. The Bills will take care of business. Yeah. I don't want to see. I mean, honestly, I hate all those teams. I don't, I don't really, <laughs> it, it, it hurts either way. Uh, it's, Death by a thousand paper cuts. I, the decision <laughs> to make. I don't want to make that decision. I'm not going to make that decision. Uh, just go out there and compete, as Greg said. But to answer to your Zach Wilson question, like the reports and whatnot, what do you want them to say? Like, oh yeah, we're out of him. Like, th- then plumb the t- trade value. It's, it's kind of like, like for Cam Reddish, right? They're not playing him. Like what I've said is that they're not playing Cam because they don't want to ruin his trade value. They don't want him to get hurt. And you're going to, we already know at this point that he's on the block. But for Wilson, if the Jets just said, yeah, he's on the block right now, you just continue, you just take his value. If you play him out there and he stinks, you're continuously taking his value. At this point, the best thing to do is to keep him off the field. See that, yeah, we're going to, we're going to keep him around here. We think we, we still got faith in him. We're going to work with him. It's just not the season for him. He his, his his confidence is shattered. You saw that. Uh, I, I, those reports are just more PR than they are anything else, just strategy wise. What do you think about speaking of PR? Like, there's a lot of people online or whatever talk about his family and say like his family saying online, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter, that like I saw his the, mom's. I saw his mom's response. Yeah, the Jets fan base so toxic. There, he'll no one can Gino thrive there. Too. He Gino can never said that thrive too, by there. The way. Gino said that too. So, so what do you guys see? Sanchez. That? Yeah. Look, so man. all right. So so quarterbacks have said that in the past, but like but they suck. Sauce Gardner's thriving completely fine. Sauce I'm saying the Gardner, quarterbacks suck. I'm saying yeah, those, I'm the saying. quarterback, no, they suck. Like all those guys that we just named, including Geno Smith, sucks. I don't care. He to sucks. me, it's just a yeah, self-awareness of zero. Ball. It's like if you're Gino, good, Gino's you ball thrive. right now, we can't say that. Geno's thriving somewhere else. But the Dude, thing Gino's is, like, Geno Smith's on a contract year. If they resign him, I would love that. If Seattle resign him, go ahead. Daniel Jones also please resign the Giants. He's amazing. Resign him. Extend four years. Alex, Alex, what do you think though? Are we are we too toxic of a fan base to have a successful quarterback? I don't think that. I think I think every fan base has its toxicity. The thing is, like, we're a big fan base. We're New York, you know. So like, we're gonna be we're gonna be louder than most. Amplified. Yeah. So the numbers just is just different. Like, there's more Jets fans probably than Texans fans. You know what I mean? Like, who's who's out there rooting for the Texans uh, on a consistent basis? They're not even as old as the New York Jets. So, you know, I go, we can ask about the Panthers. We can ask about all these other teams, how deep their fan base is. We talk about the Jaguars, right? But at the end of the day, if you're in New York and you're not performing, you're going to hear the boos. The boo birds are going to come out. People are going to be attacking you. They want to see performance. At the same time, Zach Wilson is a second overall pick all right there is much more pressure on him than other quarterbacks like if we if we if we had some like third round like a Dak Prescott right he comes in here he's balling people be like all right third overall pick stinking it up right now it's a third overall pick we didn't waste the second overall pick you know you not we're talking about a premium slot in the draft at a premium position, you cannot. We'd even see progress, man, and that's what—that's the biggest thing. That there was no progress. That we, what could we say in year two that we're like, well, you know what, Zach Wilson did that well, and if we give him another off season, we could say he's going to really flourish. Yeah. How did he go from having? It, it's like. <laughs> How do you get a sophomore slump after not even having a good first year? <laughs> you think, he didn't man. think there was anywhere to slump to, but he figured it out. He did he it. Figured it out, man. I did, I thought you couldn't. I I did not think it could get worse than last season. It got worse. 
Yeah, to your point, Alex, one thing I want to talk about, I think, John, we talked about it last week, but I can't remember if it was on camera or if it was afterwards, but you've talked a few times, Alex, about the second overall pick and that being such a premium. John, you talked about it with uh, Sam Darnold not drafting, how we we all talked about not drafting a quarterback there and just keeping our guy. We would have had a second overall pick. Have you guys seen the tweet of the draft class? around Zach Wilson, it's incredible The for, for people at home. After Zach Wilson was Trey Lance, okay, another quarterback, not working out great. After that, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Penny Sewell, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan, both two top cornerbacks in the league, Devonta Smith, Justin Fields, Micah Parsons, Rashawn Slater. Those are all top-tier guys. Micah Parsons could be a defensive MVP. If we had any of those guys on our team, imagine if we had Jamar Chase on this team right now. Trade back, keep Sam Darnold. I I, I had that crazy on my you head. You did, you did. It's crazy to think about where this. And I was screaming about Mika Parsons. By the way, I love me. I love Mika Parsons so yeah. much at Penn State. <laughs> that would have been my guy. That's what I want. Penn State and linebackers, man. <laughs> imagine if we had Kyle Pitts. He's probably the worst one out of all those people on there. But that's because he's on the Falcons with Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota. Imagine if we had a, a stud tight end on this team that could make plays like a wide receiver one. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm the last person to say this. Imagine we had Justin Fields. Oh, yeah. Man. He's not amazing. He's not amazing, and he's not a Super Bowl quarterback, and he's not an amazing quarterback, but at least he runs. Like at least he does Dude, something very good. You know what could, I mean? Like we, you could even argue that he, like, what weapons has he had out there in Chicago to 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 really flourish too? I mean, like he has players. He like his throws are tough, man. Like when like, he does like, not he, have players. Like Claypool is a real receiver. He got that. He, he, he got him during he, the middle he, of the season, though. And I know, out. I know. But, but his throws are. I mean, Cole Komet was a top pick. Too. Like uh, I'm just saying, he has some guys around, but he also throws Zach Wilson throws. Like let's keep it keep it a, yeah. a buck. Like he has sure. Zach Wilson does, but the the difference is he also has forty yard runs and like you know first downs and scores six points. But the other sometimes. thing is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we don't have that. But the other thing is that that team is trash. <laughs> yeah, they only have, they only have, we only have three more wins than them, my friend. <laughs> that yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, that team we're is both so drafting, tra- we're both watching the playoffs and drafting in the top twenty. It's crazy. But the, I think something that you said earlier, John, and then we can we can wrap it up after this with your Brandon Man punter extravaganza talk. Oh God, if I see uh, that guy on my team next year. I'm done. If I, if I, see I don't, I don't team, like anyone who said. I don't know. I, I'm not. I understand the whole thing of like why in a higher position in the draft and whatnot. I don't know, man. Like at this point, we need a quarterback. And it's we're not too we're not too far from a lot. Okay, of perfect. Things. Let's talk about that real quick then. Derek Carr has to be traded because of his roster bonus before the Super Bowl. It's like three days before or after something like that. Let's just say the Super Bowl. So we have to decide right now. Right. So it's it's not a later. It's not draft. It's not maybe. It's I don't not want no. Derek we have to trade for him right now. You want Derek Carr? No. Do you guys see the trade that was going around? No. Carr, what is it? Carr and Adams for it's impossible. Wills. Okay, no, Adams can't get traded, so it's nonsense already. Go ahead, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, he can't. Go ahead. What is it? Why can't he? Why can't he get traded? I'll pull it up right now, but go ahead. Tell me what it is. Karn Adams for Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, a first-round pick, and a third-round pick. I mean... Uh, All right. To me, that's a no-brainer, yes. Yeah, you do that... You do that so, every day. So if we trade, if we trade, it's gonna be like a hundred million dollars. Thirty-two million in dead cap, and they lose seven. They have to pay him seventeen million dollars. They have to write him a check for seventeen million dollars, and they lose thirty-one million dollar cap plus whatever cap they lose for Derek Carr. So basically, they're gonna be poor forever <laughs> if that happens, and they their owner doesn't spend any money. Why would well, they that's get not happening? Adams? But yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Derek Carr. Over. They're gonna get Jimmy G. By the way. Josh McDaniels is going to sign Jimmy G and it's going to be Jimmy G and Darren Waller. That's going to be his Gronk. He's going to have Devontae Adams. He's going to have Josh Jacobs. They're going to franchise tag him and they're going to have a ball over there. So then I'm not really, I'm not a big Derek Carr because I feel like Derek Carr is so, he's been so up and down, man. He's just, he's had an up and down career. He's an up and down player though. Like he hasn't put, 
He had one really fa- magnificent season, and that was, was last year. <laughs> and then Greg, Greg never let us, never let us hear the end of Second it. Second in passing last year, Alex. Two, two magnificent seasons. Yes. The one I'm thinking about before that one is Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree. That year he was, he was balling with Jack oh, Del Rio. Good old days. Sherman in the chain. Oh, those are the good old days, man. Um, but I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan. Greg, what do you think? You trade for your boy? No, at this point, probably not. He's 31. I don't need, I don't need to go down the role that the Colts are in absolute hell with right now, where they're just churning over 30 something year old quarterbacks every year and they just can't. It's Carson Wentz. It's Matt Ryan. It's Phil Rivers. It's Nick Foles. Nick Foles. I can't do that. No. If, if I'm trading for someone or if I'm trying to sign someone, it's a big contract. Might be the biggest contract in NFL history. It's Lamar Jackson, which I know will never happen. John, you won't even let me have it for a week or two. I want you to let you have it for a sentence. I want you to have it for a breath. It's not happening. The Ravens are going to friend. They're going to make that guy's life hell. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing, gentlemen? Because here's that's the what I'm thing. talking about. That's what that's what that's what we're going through. Lamar Jackson. We can say here's one. Here's our 100 percent of our cap. We'll play with G League players, and here's 100 percent of the cap. And it, it, the Ravens won't let it happen. They're going to franchise tag. So what else? Well, keep going down the list. You don't want Derek Carr. Jimmy G's in, in, in Vegas for all intents and purposes. You go. Lamar Jackson is stuck in, 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 go, in purple and go, black hell. You go back to the well and go ask for a second time with Mr. Sam Darnold. <laughs> I mean, you're not signing Sam Darnold to be your number one pick. Who else? Keep me. Let's keep it rolling. Tom Brady. No. Dude, if Tom Brady doesn't go to San Francisco, I would be. In complete shock. I will be, I would, I would honestly be, I would be more shocked about that than any other Tom Brady news the last like three, four years. Baker Mayfield. I'm saying no to that right now. We're not. How does he not stay as a backup in LA? We're, we're, we're not, we're not playing that game. Geno Smith. How does he not get re-signed in Seattle? Okay. Yeah. Case Keenum. Okay. This list is bad. Mason Rudolph. (laughs) Next. Jacoby Brissett. Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. I mean, I'll take Brissett if we don't get Mike White to be the QB2. I'll take Brissett. That's as far as I'm going. Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Dude. Gabbert saved a bunch of people who crashed in the helicopter and he's on some jet skis. You hear about that story? No. He could be my QB2 any day, bro. Drew Locke? No. I don't no. want him to be my QB2. He could be my oh, QB2. Oh, here we go. Here's he the, can go here's with the, the Streveler. Here's, here's the real winner. Uh-oh. You guys ready for this one? I got one. If you don't got it, I got another one. Nathan Peterman. <laughs> I knew Greg was going for that one. Great. What else? What else we got here? Cooper Rush. He won five games this year. Uh, yeah. Cooper Rush games. and Mike White. Are, <laughs> they, they can compete somewhere. Yeah. yeah Stidham. Stidham today, Look bro. Good. He's never leaving Oakland. He's going to be in Vegas. He's going to be, yo, Jimmy G I- and Stidham with McDaniels. That's, that's heaven. That's heaven for McDaniels. One of my best bets on winning picks weekly. I rolled with uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Go check it out. Winning Easy. weekly on Twitter. McDaniels. Easy winner. CJ Bethard. Yeah. So, all right. So, here are my two. Danny Jones? Danny Jones is going to get extended. I can't wait till he gets extended in New York. That's going to make me so happy. And they're going to franchise Barkley, maybe? Or maybe the other way around. Mason Rudolph? Oh, I said Mason Rudolph already. Case Keenum. He said him too. Aaron... Rodgers. We could trade for Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be cap hell for, 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 for Green the other Bay. guy. Or the other guy. Jordan Love. I'm down for either of those two. I I actually require me Jordan Love. those two to be my quarterback. Give me Jordan Love. Right now. Who's who's going to... I mean, he'd be the cheapest. But who's going to draft Young and, and uh, CJ? Houston? Packers. No, I mean Houston is gonna take Houston's gonna be the first pick. They're gonna draft Young, right? So do we like Sims? David Sills? Stanford kid? Are we out on him too? I, I need to watch film, to be honest with you. I haven't watched enough. Okay, so what if Wait, yeah, I don't like the kid from Stanford as a quarterback you're saying. I'll just look it up the draft. No, the, the Houston, the Houston quarterback. The Houston Texans quarterback, Sims. Sills, whatever. Mil, uh, mil, uh... Mills? Davis Mills, Mims, Davis Mills, Mims, Davis Mims. Mills. 
Mims. Davis Mims. Whatever the hell's name is, bro. The <laughs> neck guy. Yeah, he's Denzel sucks. Mims is playing quarterback. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, teams that need a quarterback. Houston needs a quarterback. Seattle probably needs a quarterback. Indianapolis needs a Gino. quarterback. Las Vegas Ooh. needs a quarterback. Carolina needs a quarterback. Their car feels like he could fit in Indy. What was the last one you just said after that? Carolina. Well, uh, Carolina is an interesting beast. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. That's an interesting team. But that's Jeff, five, that's five teams that are all ahead of us. All right, guys. I got to CJ Stroud to Carolina would be sick. All right. I was going to say, I liked what I saw from CJ last night. Shout out Ricey, the producer himself. That was the best game of his career. He looked good. He looked good. He was running. He was throwing. So consensus, Aaron Rodgers. That's what, that's what this recap of, of Jets Seattle. That's, love. that's how we, that's a, that's a good <laughs> that's we we Love, my man. Love, not Rodgers. Get me the younger quarterback. Nah, give me Rodgers. If we, if we're trading or if we're doing anything, give me a veteran guy because we're a good team. This defense needs to capitalize. I've, I've lived too many defenses <laughs> that are top five defenses and we we're just going don't back do anything to the well. Going back to the well of taking a seasoned Packers quarterback. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man. Let's do it. All right. Last topic. Oh. John. Yes. I'm going to give you the floor. Uh Uh-oh. This is your chance Uh to talk about how important the punter position is. Dude. And how much you love Brandon Mann. Here's the floor. If Brandon Mann is on this team next year, I quit being a Jets fan. I quit. I, wow. We save a million dollars. I'm, I, I'm gonna. Somebody's giving the Jets one million dollars to cut Braden Man. Imagine, that's amazing. That's that's that is that is what dreams are made of. One million dollars to fifteen million dollars to cut Lawson. Ten million dollars to cut Corey Davis. Free money. There's free money being handed to us. If Braden Man is back on the New York Jets next year, it's over for me. Now on the other side, if we get Tory Taylor. The pundit from Iowa, I, 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 no joke, I'm buying the jersey. No joke, I'm buying a Tory Taylor jersey. That's, that's, that's a, any Iowa player that gets drafted, if it's Campbell, if it's Jack Campbell, the linebacker. Defensive player, any Iowa defensive player. Jack Campbell, the linebacker. Yeah. Dude, his, 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 dude, his grandfather went to the Nashville Music City Bowl for the Iowa Kentucky game, got hit by a, the hotel truck, thing that morning died and Jack Campbell had the game of his life in that game. I can't believe he played that game. That's unreal. That guy is the man, bro. <laughs> I love Jack Campbell. Dude, Jack Campbell could be on my team any single day. Him, Sam Laporta, the tight end, which I know he's going to go to New England and ruin my life forever, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and Tory Taylor. Any of those players come on the Jets, I'm buying their jersey. I'm telling you right now. You heard it here first. You heard it here <laughs> first. I'm going to make the jersey. They're not even going to sell it. I have to make, you know, the custom where it's my, they think it's my last name. I'm, I'm going to have to be Tory Taylor. <laughs> my man's going to make a custom jersey. I'll be more impressed if you actually sew that and stitch that thing yourself. I better see well, that. I will. For Tory, if, if we get Tory Taylor as a punter, you, you don't understand how, we don't understand how different our team would be. Dude, imagine like when we have the ball like on the 20 yard line, yeah. <laughs> we give them the, the ball back on like their 20 yard line. If imagine, anyone imagine. Imagine that scenario. Not like when we're on the 20 yard, we give it on the 40. Like, it's just a bad throw. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, that's Yeah, every... we're better off just throw running a Hail Mary. We better yeah. get sacked. Yeah. Just get sacked. It's better. I feel Everyone better who it. hasn't tuned it is not tuning into the YouTube. You gotta turn to the YouTube and just see John's eyes light up saying, can you imagine talking about Taylor as a punter for the New York Jets? He, oh. he, he just, it, it is like Christmas trees. <laughs> like, you just plugged in a Christmas tree. That thing just, Sparkle. I'm gonna freak out night. when he gets drafted and it's out to the Jets. I'm gonna be so. It's gonna be like day five. I'm gonna be like. It's, I'm gonna be like. I haven't shaved in day. Like staring at the at the. You know, everybody that's getting drafted. It's just a ticker on the bottom because it's too fast for you yeah. know them discussing it. And, I, and I'm just gonna be waiting for Tory Taylor, man. That's all I'm gonna be thinking about. Oh, all right. Well, you heard it here first, January first, 2023. We'll see you sometime in April. Getting in the new draft. year. Yeah. This is a Tory Taylor podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He's another Australian. We could be, we could love him just as much as Braden Mann. We can get on the train. Maybe no one will even notice the difference except for when he actually punts. It's going to be great. We'll have to tweet this clip out sometime in April whenever we draft him. Tory, I'm buying your jersey, bro. Pick a cool number. On that note, this is a good place <laughs> to end it.
Thank you all for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Nick Jets, etc. podcast. You all know what to do. If you haven't already done so, please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us a five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We'll read it. We're also partnered with Minute Media and Fan Science, so you can find this podcast on the Jet Press or the Daily Knicks. We also got that YouTube page. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC period. No one writes out, etc. That shit's wild. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We want to know your thoughts and opinions. Do you guys think we need to go get a new punter? Do you guys think that you got to play? I dare you to tell today? me no. Come, is, come is see Four, me. Is Michael Four the issue? Is Robert Sala the issue? Is Joe Douglas the issue? Are all three guys the issue? Do you think we should keep all three guys? Let us know what you think. All right, you're heard how we feel on this podcast, but if you want to push us back, push us back. <laughs> push back at us. Let us know your thoughts. Come on. Get 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 into Do this. Do you love Quincy Williams? Is he the answer at linebacker? Mm. <laughs> but yes, I love Tony. Tony Adams is better than Jordan Whitehead. You heard it here first. All right. Cut Jordan Whitehead. Start Tony Adams. He's better. <laughs> Jordan Whitehead, did he play today? Did Quinton Williams play today? <laughs> I hate the Jets. I'm so dumb the Jets. Draft season it is. All right. And while you're also over at this channel, we got another podcast. It's also partnered with Minute Media. It's Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every single sport possible, covering college football as it wraps up with bowl season. And you also have... Chip. The chip. The chip is in the chip. It's chip season. It's chip season. That means you got to tune in to Chip. (laughs) <laughs> and it's also wrapping up with the NFL regular season, but there are still playoffs on the way. So if you need to know where to put your money down the line because you love sports betting, these guys got you covered. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Nick Shets, etc. podcast. We out. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. JTS, Jets, Jets, Jets. We're on to the draft.